Hello. Hi guys. All right. We are, we are in February, mid February is what is happening right now. And, uh, we're about six weeks into the new year and this episode is coming out pretty close to when recorded. And I want to take a minute and help us maybe do a little bit of a reset. So when we come out, you know, into January, often we come in kind of guns a blazing with goals and ideas, and we're going to do things different and it's going to feel different. We get excited and all that kind of stuff. And then life happens. And then we start to realize that falling back into maybe some old patterns or old triggers, uh, maybe we had a plan speaking for myself of our schedule being as such. And now that we're getting into the actual schedule, we're realizing that, uh, we're, we're packing it in. I've talked to several people who I think are feeling the same thing where there's just a lot going on right now. And like, where are our boundaries and how are we managing it and all that, that comes with it. That's part of life. We're never going to be like forever calm. There's going to be seasons, ins and outs. And there's a lot of people around you that also have lives that are affecting your life and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I am here to just do a reset with us today on leaving margin in, in your day, in your life. And I'm speaking to myself too, as, as we walk through this. So we are going to do an episode today on leaving room, making room and talking about margin. So I read a book years ago. I've referred to it here before because it was one of those impactful books in my life, which was, uh, uh, what's it called? The white space. What's it called? <laughs> um, wh whispers of rest. That's what it's called. Whispers of rest with Bonnie Gray. So sorry, Bonnie. Anyways, it's a great book. And she talks about the white space. She talks about, uh, in our lives, how we have, we have so much clutter and so much, uh, noise that's going on that it's hard to focus on what we're really supposed to be focusing on. And I think that's the beauty of like the beginning of the new year is we kind of have this reset of focus and all that. And I'm here to encourage us. We're going to do that throughout the year. Right. And if you're listening to this podcast, we are going to give moments throughout the year where we're like pausing and resetting. And this is one of those moments. So when we talk about white space, if you look at artwork, so, you know, if you, if you think about artwork being displayed or if you, you see it, usually typically there is this white space literally around the piece of art. And obviously the reason for that is for your eye to draw to what is, what it's all about, what the art itself. And She's talking about how we often fill up that space and then it's hard to hear God clearly. It's hard to have, uh, take true rest and it is challenging to, uh, have your schedule be sustainable in those seasons. If you've got so much extra coming in. So that's what margin is. And that's what we're going to talk about. What are the, uh, the dangers of having a marginless life. I think we could probably all guess them, but let's talk about them here. One would be that you really do head towards burnout. If you are not leaving room or margin in your daily interactions, schedule, whatnot, agenda, you will eventually burn out. It is not sustainable for us to live a life that is that full of things. And, you know, one of the things that the pandemic did for so many of us that uh, you know, I 
I believe was a version of a shakeup uh, is in our society, which is we, we were always filling that space. And I know post pandemic, I have been so much better about it because I wanted those things that are really going to make an impact to be the things that I focus on. But we can quickly, my husband says often to me, you know, don't, don't burn the candle at both ends because I can find myself very quickly going back into that, that space, I guess is for lack of a better, just use the word space a couple of times here, but into that, that realm where I am, uh, filling it all in. And, you know, I look at my calendar and it kind of, I don't know if anyone else has this, but I almost get an anxiety when there's a big block of open time because I, I think I'm going to have like free time paralysis or something. I won't be able to get anything done if I have too much space. And so, you know, we tend towards then leaning into filling it up and that leads to burnout. It also just day, day to day interactions leads to overwhelm. So if we've got too much coming at us, too many responsibilities, too many things we've said yes to, and we can't compartmentalize or dissect that quick enough or take intention to do so, we can definitely get into a state of overwhelm and, uh, And that's by itself a huge challenge because what happens for me when I'm in a state of overwhelm is I don't think clearly, I don't make the right decisions. I feel, I feel the stress, like physically feel stressed out and I'm, you know, snippy with others and, uh, not really the best version of myself. So overwhelm is not something that I want to have in my life. And then the, the other thing, which I think is the biggest thing is how often we miss opportunities to see God at work to allow him space to do what he needs to do. Uh, and so often if we're feeling in all the things we are actually, uh, hindering, you know, I believe he can do all things without us. He does not need us, but my gosh, how many times have I missed an opportunity to serve someone, to love on someone, to pray for them that God had right there in front of me simply because I was task oriented or driven to fill in the gaps in my, in my days. And so, you know, I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss the opportunity to serve him and love others well, simply because I want to be busy. That's, that's not an option for me anymore in my life. And so I have to reset in those, in those spaces. I want to talk a little bit about rest and Sabbath and, and that is a form of course of margins that you can add into your life. I had a conversation recently with uh, a couple of the team members at my boys' school, and we were talking just about the Sabbath and rest and pausing and all of this. And we were having a great conversation about how so often, even that word Sabbath and even the word uh, rest, we have this preconceived notion of what it looks like. And then it feels almost unattainable. So, you know, I know for me growing up and, you know, even in, in recent years, you know, had, had heard the phrase Sabbath, you know, we should keep the Sabbath holy. We should have, um, this day set aside. And it felt to me completely unattainable. I was like, I have, I've got things to do. I am a working mom. I have, I have lunches to pack and, and, um, homework to help wrap up and, and, you know, meal prep for myself so I can actually, you know, eat nutrition, nutritionally all week long. You know, I've, I'm busy 
And I thought, I don't know how we would just take a whole day off uh, and still keep some of this ship afloat. And God has really talked to me and come into my heart. And this is what we were talking about the other day is that, that it looks different. Sabbath today looks so different and it looks unique for each person. And so for us and our family and what I have found to be meaningful and, and valuable is our Sabbath is that we simply don't do things on Sunday. Like we don't go and do activities on Sunday. There's a rare occasion and we'll make an exception, but otherwise we have, we have no homework Sundays, which means the boys have to get their homework done by Saturday. If there's any for the weekend and we don't plan any events, we don't go to events. We, uh, leave it for us to just be here at the house with family. We typically don't do friends over or don't go to friends. And we, uh, we have found that to be our version of the Sabbath that works for us. That's what we're called to do. And so as we talk about this time of rest, the Sabbath that he calls us to, what does that look like for you? Is it on a Sunday? Maybe it's on a different day of the week. Uh, one of, one of the people I was talking to said, you know, setting the phone down for two whole hours and just not having it be a part of the equation is a version for them that that was something they needed to do as family, like all, all the, you know, devices down and just, you know, make eye contact, <laughs> like, you know, do whatever, but be without these devices. And I think that is, uh, I think that's a great example of finding something that's unique for you, unique for your family or whomever you're in contact with that is, is, uh, beneficial in so many ways. I was thinking about this as we were kind of was kind of toying with how I wanted to come in and talk to you guys about this, but um, I was thinking about Mark six thirty one. I had to go look it up, but it is the part where they were um, so many people were coming to them to the disciples and Jesus. It says then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat. He said to them, "Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest." And, you know, I think that's what he calls us to, uh, you, we, we tend to kind of think it's our responsibility as a human on planet earth, serving him to kind of always be in the mix and always have people coming to us and always be helping. And, but we have to go be with him and have rest, whatever that looks like for you. I know one of the ways that I do this and to some may seem like it's a doing, but for me, my time in the morning where I'm moving my body and, and listening to his word or reading his word, uh, listening to worship music that I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour is my version of rest with Jesus. I feel like I hear him the, the, the clearest at that time. I feel like my body, because I'm connecting mind, body, soul. Like I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not missing it. I'm hearing him uh, loud and clear. And I feel very much like if I did not have that margin created in my day to simply move my body and be with him, that it would want, well, I know it does affect so much of the rest of my day or the people in my life. And so again, back to what is unique for you? 
And how did Jesus model the life of balance and margin despite his busy ministry? I think we have so many examples where, you know, he goes to the garden to pray or he, or he goes and sits by a well, right? And yes, he ends up serving in those moments, but he's just, he's just being. And it's, I want that in my life. I want that for you, for you to feel the freedom to just be with him and not have to fill in all the gaps. And I encourage you to participate in the process. Don't have it be something where you just shut everything off and you walk away. Like that is, that's escaping. That's escapism. But if you intentionally set a rhythm and a pattern where you have built in margin on purpose with intention, it doesn't feel like you're running away or escaping. It feels like you're setting boundaries that uh, are healthy for you. So this is what I want you guys to do today because I have a challenge for you and I want to talk about what this process is for me. It helps so, so much. And I, I hope it helps you. So what I do, I probably do it once a quarter, but right now I feel like I'm doing it right now, which is the six week mark is I want you to go to your calendar, whether it be paper, digital, by the way, guys, I have gone to digital this year. I finally just got on board. I don't know what I was doing. I like writing, but I think I was making that an excuse to not, um, get my life together. So digital is where it's at for me. So if you could go to whatever your calendar system is, and I want you to just simply, and this is a version of brain dump, but I want you to simply list everything that's a responsibility for you. Everything that you have in your calendar, whether it be, you know, include your family stuff, include kids stuff, include making dinners. I include meal prep in mine. I have that like literally blocked out on my calendar for uh, and it's my day of rest at Sunday afternoons, but I'm here with the family and we're doing it right. So go and list everything, everything you can think of. And then with a critical eye, I want you to go through and determine. And then also next to him, by the way, guys, next to him, list the cadence. So, you, you know, it's a monthly meeting or a weekly meeting or you get the idea. And what I want you to do is with a critical eye, I want you to go through and truly understand what is a need? Like you must do this. This is something you're feeling called to. God has asked you to, you as a family have decided to, whatever the thing is, uh, what's a need and what is extra. And I mean, I leave it up to you. I want you to be the one in control of your schedule. And I want you to know that it's okay for you to change things. So for example, if you have a monthly meeting with somebody, let's say, and you know that you guys are meeting monthly and they're great, but maybe you throw out to that person every six weeks. Maybe you say, Hey, can we meet every six weeks instead? That cuts down how many times throughout the year it makes it. So maybe you've got a little more margin in your calendar and leaves you some room to not fill it in with new things, but to breathe and to pause throughout your weeks. Uh, I also, if there's something that should be cut out, I would encourage you to talk it through and maybe cut it out. And you don't have to just drop things. Maybe let's say you're serving in some way and it's, 
you know, you're just, you know, you're feeling like it's too much. You know, you're feeling like it's extra. God has confirmed that for you. This is the space, the thing that he, you know, you've prayed over this list and this is the one where you can feel him calling you away from it. And there are going to be seasons for that. Trust me. I've, I've been there and I know, so I know you do too. Like there's going to be times when you're in this one ministry and maybe not in another. And what I'm, what I'm going to suggest is that you don't just drop it. So let's, I'm going to make a suggestion. Like, let's say you're teaching Sunday school and uh, you're, I know for me, I had a season where my kids were older and I was just, it, I was just not feeling called to, to teach permanently. Uh, but I could substitute. Right. And so I would recommend you finish out the school year, giving everyone a chance to adjust and then make the adjustment going into next year that, Hey, I'll, I'll sub when you need me, but I can't do this. Now I don't want to call anyone away from ministry. If that is what God has called you to do, but that's an example of, for me personally, that's something I had to do where I, it was just so clear to me. I was not supposed to be teaching every Sunday. And, that, and then I, I got my new role at work and I have to travel so much more that I, I think it would have been too much. And he knew that was the case for me. So how can you partner with God right now to get ahead of this, to, uh, to have a plan in place for these things that maybe are feeling like they're being pruned right now? And then also, how can you lean into the things that are going to fill your cup and make you feel, fill your cup with beautiful things and make you feel um, like you're right where you're supposed to be? How can you lean into those things? Maybe something you've been doing sporadically, you make more consistent. I know for me this year, in-person uh, connections has been important to me. And I do so much virtually so much on the computer that I really wanted to make a, a effort, an effort to see people in person. And I am happy to say I've had some meetings already this year, of people in person, coffee date, lunch date, whatnot. And that has felt really beautiful. So uh, you know, I think that our schedules always need to be looked at and adjusted and planned out. And that is part of the process. You're not going to just lock it in one day and then that's it for the rest of your life. So, all right, guys, well, this was just a, a little jaunt through uh, a process I do, and I hope it's been helpful to you. I would love to hear back from you if you go and do this adjustment and you find some peace from it. And also here to answer any questions. If you're like, what if this, or what if that I'm here for that? I hope you guys have a really great day and that you go out and shine bright. Thanks.